Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 428, recorded from the DeFont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How you doing today, Michael? Hey, parts. You mind turning the TV off? Or you oh, I'm sorry. Episode? Yeah. <laughs> Professional as always over there. Off or can I just turn it down? Oh, at least so I don't hear it the whole time. Okay. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> What's going on? Nothing. How's everything down in Florida? Fantastic. That's good. Nothing new. How's the golf game playing? Playing a lot or no? We down closed or... last week. Parts. Oh, that's right. You said that. No reciprocals. Yep. You didn't line anything up. I didn't line anything up. I'm too cheap to pay. I don't want to pay. No. Well, what do they make? They pay for the reciprocal. Yeah, you or have to pay. If, yeah, you have like to pay. Like a guest fee. fee. Yep. Well, you have to pay a walking fee anyway when you play. Yeah, but if I go to the Oaks or the Ritz Carlton, I got to pay like sixty-five bucks. That's not that bad. Though. No, it's not bad. No, but I'm cheap. I'm. Yeah. I'm I'm weird about things. You know me. See, that would be like something I'd look forward to. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, going to play off campus at a nice place. Yeah, it's not like a dump. Like you, I wouldn't be excited to go play like the Goddard Park of of Sarasota. Florida. They're not on our reciprocal list, though. So. No, okay. Well, I'm saying like a nice another place that you probably don't get a chance to play otherwise to pay sixty, eighty bucks or something. That'd be yeah, that's true for me. You'd especially like, if you'd... you get guys going. Like if you get yeah, your if you get group the, going. if you get the the the. Uh cards game yeah i wouldn't go by myself but like if but i you'd had... go with dr scott and like yeah, 16 scott guys and mark papa yeah <laughs> does the papa group play an away game when it's closed i'll have to find out i never see the guy i'm too scared to play with these guys because of the money because yes. of the gambling yeah yeah is papa's a big gambler you think i don't think their games are b- that big no but your games are non-existent for gambling. You don't right. want anything to do with. It. I mean, like you'll play, you'll pay your ten bucks or whatever to get in, but you don't want to do the on-course gambling. Basically. No, could I? Do, you think I could just say like I'm a recovering gambleaholic? Like you, you can't add, like you like if Phil shows up on the first tee, you can't ask. You know what are we playing for? Right? That's like offering a drunk a drink. Yeah, well, especially if they you know if they refuse and give you that reason, you can't give them a hard time. What, what did he they, say they just he might lost, not want to play with you again. That's all. He lost forty million dollars. That's what they're saying. I want to read that book. I do too. I I do too. I was looking at Amazon yesterday, thinking about buying it, but I might go. I might be a good one for uh, bringing to Disney, sitting by the pool, reading a couple chapters. It's a good airplane book, right? Yeah, yeah, that looks good. I was actually watching an interview with that guy on YouTube a couple Shipnet. hours ago. Yeah. 
He was on the uh, podcast I listened to, Kirk Minahan show. Oh, you still he, listen to that buffoon? Yeah, he interviewed him. It was a good interview. But yeah, that book sounds really, really interesting. Imagine losing four, $10 million a year just on gambling. Yeah, over four years, just over four years. <sighs> Those are his losses. So how much action was going? Because you win. You got to win some of the time, right? You got to so win a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He must have bet. Thirty million dollars each year. I mean, especially depend. You know, he's probably just absolutely insane. He's casinos, card games, right. sports, golf, playing ten thousand dollars a hole. Well, you didn't want a match years ago, did you? No, because that was pay per view, wasn't it? Yeah, but they couldn't get yeah. any. They couldn't get anybody to sign up, so it ended up being like nine dollars. Oh, really? Yeah, it I was like the day after that. Thanksgiving. I'm like, for nine bucks, I sat in the office, I shut all the shades. It was nice and dark, and it was good. It was entertaining. But there's one time where, you know, they're they're shooting a breeze, him and Tiger, and he he either said, like, whoever wins this hole or closest to the pin for a hundred thousand dollars and the you know, whoever's charity. Mm-hmm. Tiger's like, Okay, yeah, that's good. And I'm like, holy crap, like a hundred grand. It was literally a hundred grand. I was like, Whoa. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's a lot, but I mean Tiger Woods just became a billionaire. So Yeah, no, it's not like it's not a lot to them, but I'm just saying that's yeah. the action. Right. And I, you know who else is a degenerate gambler? Apparently, is Jordan, Michael Jordan. Oh, he's. I heard he's the worst, especially on the golf course. I guess he's pretty bad. And these guys, yeah. All Charlie play with and Chuck too. told me that. Ch- Chuck, remember the swing doctor? Oh, Charles McClintock. Yeah, yeah. I told you he was. He he's was friends with him, him, right? Yeah, yeah. The good doctor, swing doctor, is in Charlie McClintock. <laughs> hey, guess who? I talked to. Uh, Dan Buckley the other day, and he said he listened to our most recent podcast. Oh, he did said he? He hadn't did he listened in a long time. He, yeah, he said you guys talked about golf for about twenty minutes, and then then Disney news. I said, oh yeah, that was our most recent one. He said I he mean, found that could out have been one from three years ago or last week. Yeah, no, he said he found out that Kona was going to be closed when he was in Disney, and he was disappointed. I said there was no chance you were stepping anywhere near Kona. When you're there, yeah, he's not going to Kona. He wouldn't even. They wouldn't even know how to get to the Polynesian. <laughs> Mary would be able to get him there. I think she's eating at. Oh, he's eating at Ohana because that's a cheerleader joint. Oh, so it's right near Ohana. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I think I've seen it. But hopefully, he's listening again. So hi, Dan. He's going. He's down in. Uh, he's living a leisurely life now. He's going down to South Carolina for like a month, and then he's going to Disney after that. He's almost like Schaefer. Yeah, I was gonna say, what's he? Is he? Would he give up his his uh, his uh, career to become a firefighter? <laughs> uh, he's another one. Yeah, no, I know it's crazy, but the, these guys that actually work have more vacation time than you. It's incredible. It, I swear to God, it's insane, isn't it? We've <laughs> always t- said that Schaefer has more vacation time than I do. I don't understand it. Good for him, though. He's got a side hustle too, and he's got his job. I just don't know how he makes time for all that. Yeah, you got to cut people's grass. I think once a week, right? We're in growing season, even up north. Yeah. Okay, good for him. Unless he's to the point now where he's just hired. He's just got hired help. Oh, he just he's just sitting back. He's like me. Yeah, he just sends out the invoices. That's a good gig if you can get to that level. Charging thirty bucks a cut. Paying somebody twelve bucks a cut, he's got the eighteen dollar margin. He just boop, there goes the invoice. Right to the yeah. 
Don't doesn't put a simple. stamp on that because that's too much overhead. So we're just emailing them through QuickBooks. E- email, yeah. I think thirty bucks a cut is old prices. I don't think you're cutting anybody's on for thirty bucks these days. Oh really? Oh yeah, I think that's way up now. I don't know. Is that what you pay? Oh, you do your own, but is that oh, what they God, charge yeah. down there? Oh, I, I I wouldn't even know. Yeah, no one ever priced it out. Like you never priced it out because you like to. No, nah, some guy came over one day because he does four of the lawns on my street, and he said that he could do mine cheap because of the volume. And I'm like, I'm not being a dick or anything, but this is one of the few chores that I actually enjoy. Yeah, I said, now if you wanted to go through and pull all the weeds, uh, we, we can talk. We can have a conversation. About you want to pull yeah. the weeds that drive me absolutely nuts where I start throwing things? Yeah, well, let's have a conversation. Yeah, he didn't want. It. He didn't want part of that, did he? No, no. Yeah, I mean, your especially now with the the lanai out there and everything. I mean, your grass can't take that long to cut. You don't have a lot of about thirty five about thirty five minutes. Oh, that even that long? Yeah, it's thick. It takes a lot to go through it. I bet yeah. you could probably have to go pretty slow, right? Yeah, but I have the automatic where I just you know put it in fourth gear and it drives itself. Oh, there you go. You should get a ride on mower. It's so <laughs> funny when I see people with the. You know the tenth of an acre that we have, and they have the rider. It's like it's oh, the much... people actually have. They do, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's too much work trying to just take a corner. Yeah, it's it's like extra. it's like you got a you got a twenty six footy, you know, the boop, 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 and you go two feet and boop, 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 trying to get the corner. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no kidding. That's nuts. <laughs> I can't imagine trying to ride your like on your you little John Deere tractor on the side, giving you the golf way effect. You Dude, couldn't bro. even fit it between your house and your neighbors. No, we only have twelve feet. <laughs> I mean, it's not. Uh, it's how a lot of places are. But like, imagine like driving down there, trying to like squeeze by around the air conditioning units and everything. Yeah, scraping against the neighbor's house with your elbow on the steering wheel. Oh, that's too much. So you said you wanted to talk about the uh, live golf a little bit here before. Yeah, what's your impro- what, what, what's your take on it? I didn't watch any of it. You said you you tuned in for some of it, right? I did out of a morbid curiosity. You right? It did you enjoy the presentation? I thought it was it was awful. I saw some pictures online of like the scoreboard, and they didn't use the people's full names. They had no. All, like, so the you like college. all right? So a schmuck like me who knows everybody, I'm like looking. I'm like, oh, that's Char- Charles Schwartzel. Yeah, it was like basically C H S C. Like you, you, you they had took no out like vo- yeah. It was hard to took know out who's all the names. Yeah. Nine out of ten of the guys you don't know to begin with, right? Like exactly. they could have the spelled out first and last name, and you're like, who the hell is this? So you might as well just keep three initials in there because it doesn't matter. Yeah, it makes no difference. And then they had the team stuff, which made no sense because I don't understand any of that. Like they're on a team only that they combine their scores, right? There's nothing, no other team aspect to it. Yeah, I don't know. So even if you play like garbage and your other guys play good, you can win some extra money for the team thing, but it doesn't really. Like, if they wanted to do something really different, like in a team aspect, since it's a shotgun and they're all on the course at the same time, they should have, like, open communication between the teams, and it should be best ball on each hole. So you got four guys, four of these pro golfers, right? And you take the best score on hole number one between the four of them. And that's your team score. So they could communicate with each other while they're playing. Like, say Dustin Johnson's out there and he, he's on the first tee. And he, like, calls out. He's like, oh, what would you guys make on number one before? And they go, well, I haven't played one yet. The other guy, oh, I made a I made a five. We need a par here. So then DJ, like, changes his club 
if they made it like that, that would be kind of cool. Hear these guys talking to each other and stuff like that. It'd be different, at least. I could get it, you know, that like almost bring in some team strategy into it. But then again, for these guys, it's all about the money. So they're not going to care about the team stuff. If you got a mm-hmm. chance to win $5 million for first place, I mean, screw the team. Yeah, Schwartzel's not going to try to make a birdie when he just needs a quadruple bogey to win four and a half million. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous, isn't it? Charles Schwartzel is now like, <laughs> if that counted on like official money, he'd be in like the top 10 all time money list now just with that win on top of his other career earnings because he had a decent career. Schwartzel, nothing crazy, but he won a major. Yeah. So he's got some some decent winning. I mean, this it's stupid. I don't know. But if they get enough of the good players that keep like trickling over, like do you hear rumors about Brooks Kepka oh, and Justin Rose? And there's no like, doubt about it that Kepka is going after that press conference. Well, no, yeah. you know, here's here's the thing. I mean, his brother's already there. This is not a golf league. You can call it what you want. No, the people who are playing in this thing. They don't really like golf. I said it. I said it years ago. D, Bryson DeChambeau is not a golfer. No, he likes. You ever watch his YouTube? All he does is smash eight irons in a simulator, trying to chase his swing speed. speed. Yeah, that's Switch. all he's interested in. You know, guys, Major League Baseball players hate the home run derby. What's he get into? Long drive competition. Because I'm right, sure yeah. that's really good for the golf game. Yeah, he's. He's a bozo. He's a clown. And Kepka doesn't like golf. He's he's told you he doesn't like golf. Right. He doesn't play golf. So now if they're going to give him $100 million to play eight times a year, I mean, why not which if is, he doesn't like which golf? Which is a little, I think, maybe a little more, because did you hear what uh, John Rahm blurted out? No, what did he say? Uh, he said, of course you have to have that conversation. He said, you know, me and my wife both agreed that $400 million isn't going to change our life. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, he's better than every other guy in that league combined right now, though. But like he said, you, you got to watch the interview. Oh, my God. It was pure as a baby's behind. Rom, you mean? Oh, my God. He just nailed it, didn't he? He he nailed it. He said he, he likes golf. He likes the tournaments. He likes the the majors. He likes Arnold's tournament. He likes Jack's tournament. He likes the West Coast swing. He likes playing against the best players. And he plays a lot, too. He doesn't take and a he lot said, of weeks off. He said, I have enough money right now to retire and live comfortably. Right. Yeah, so I, I think did you're going to get a few more schmucks. He also, you know, he brought up some good points. He said, this does not grow the game. He said, you have 48 guys who are shotgunned. He right. said, he said, I got sponsors exemptions. He said, I, I had a lot of chances to make it. He said, and I made the most of it. He said, what the PGA Tour does is it gives kids the chance. Mm-hmm. This tour doesn't. No, because if you're not one of those 48, you got no chance to get into it. You got to be invited. Like it's an invitational. It's like a charity tournament every week, basically. Yeah. Well, look at the difference. Like on, you watch the the Canadian Open, which isn't even a great tournament. Yeah, but it how was a, good was that with the but Rory? It was great. And then Rory, Rory and JT. Rory, Rory, Rory. I was like, oh, this is good stuff. You got Rory, who's. Everyone loves JT, who's playing unbelievable right now, and Finau, yep. who's a fan favorite in the oh, final group on Finau. Sunday. And they're playing; they're all playing good. Back and forth. I mean, Rory shoots sixty-two to win it on a Sunday. 
and you got thousands of people like storming the green on the 18th hole. And then you look at that live thing, which the purse was three times as much for the winner. And you saw like four people in the frame when he's making that putt on Saturday to win it. And the other three thing I heard ago. is like, they were just saying like, you know, there's always a story in golf. Right. And they said with this, all they talked about was what first place was going to win. Right. Cause that's all they could. That's the only way they could drum up attention. Right. That's the only talking thing. about the money. Yeah. And the thing is, for you and I, we're, we're never going to sniff anything like that. So it doesn't mean anything to us. I don't really care how much these guys win. No, no, we don't care, do we? No, I like to watch good golf. I like to watch right. some compelling storylines coming down the stretch. And that's why even like when you watch Augusta this year with Scheffler, like it was cool because Scheffler is kind of newer on the scene. But it wasn't that fun to watch Sunday because it was never really in question right. that he was going to win. And that's Augusta. Now you got this dump course in Boston in like six weeks, the international that I could go play tomorrow for like $140 if I wanted to. And they're going to be having these guys here, 48 of them on a shotgun. And I'm supposed to care what they do. Okay. So they're going to win $4 million. Big deal. Do I get some of it? If I got some, I'd be more interested. Okay. Maybe I can win, <laughs> you know, but that's not how it works. You know, Jim Gallagher Jr. said, he said, I'm a purist. He said, I've turned down a lot of jobs just because they weren't right for me. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, he said, none of us has ever been offered $125 million. He said, so no, that's true. if somebody offered it to me, I'd like to say that I wouldn't take it. But would I? I don't know. Because people both said, yeah, but it's $125 million. Okay, so let me ask you this. If you could have that guaranteed or... Be one of the elite players in the world and compete against a guy like Rory and JT every week. Wouldn't you take that? Yeah, because they're going to make that money. Yeah, and but even so, like, we don't know it. what it would ever be like to be an elite athlete. Right. So do you want, you know, it's like winning the lottery. Do you want to win? Would you rather win the lottery or make $60 million playing golf? Right. No, that's true. I don't but know. you also look at, I look at guys that are some of these younger guys that maybe, like they get offered this money, and even though it's not as much as the big names, you get some bozo out there who can barely make a cut, like Brooks Kepka's brother. Well, if they offered him like a million dollars and he's made nothing, you know, on tour, he's like, A million, I'm never gonna make a million on tour. Why don't I take it? I'd be stupid not to take it. Or even if it's five hundred thousand plus you finish in last place, you make a hundred and twenty thousand. So now he's got Eight torn. He's going to guarantee to make at least eight hundred thousand in winnings just by playing in the thing. And then if his team does good somehow, you know what I mean. Like it's one of those things. Like for a guy like that, who's not a top twenty guy, he's not a top two hundred guy. I can understand. Like if you flash money to these guys that don't have it, yeah, you could. You and I could say, well, yeah, obviously Rory's going to say no, Tiger's going to say no, JT's going to say no. But you keep moving down that list to the number 433rd ranked golfer and you offer him $800,000 as a signing bonus to play in this thing and then a chance to make another, you know, eight or $900,000 just by playing. I mean, that's hard to pass up for yeah. a guy that, you know, has a young family maybe and doesn't have any money. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't give a lot of these guys a hard to like, I don't care that they do it, but just. Don't pretend it's not because of the money. Like that's the part that drives me nuts with like Phil. Oh, yeah, growing he's the a game, big phony. growing the game. 
Yeah. He he fooled me for all my life. DeChambeau, it's a business decision. What do you, I don't what do you tell the people that. who are paying the people who are paying you were part of 9/11 and they're also cutting people's heads off and raping women. It was a business decision. Hey, okay, Bryson, you congratulations, you actually said it. Yeah, as long if, I will I, take money from murderers, from rapists. I don't care. It's all about business. Good for you, brother. At least he's have honest. At it. Yeah. Like, I don't have a problem if you're just honest about it. So, I don't know. I could talk about it all day, but I, I could too. I, I think we agree on it. So, Probably it's not us. Our only three listeners at this point. That's true. If 20 Dan minutes in, then we'll live to our view. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we maybe we'll bring up part two next week. How's that sound? Of the live tour? Yeah. We'll talk more about the live. Yeah. Well, once I don't even know when the next tournament is in like three or four weeks. A couple of weeks. It's in Portland. Portland, yeah. And these courses they're playing are dumps too, aren't they? Ah, the one in the one in London actually looked pretty damn nice. Was it? Yeah. See, yeah. I didn't watch any of it. I just never heard. Of it. I know. But well, the they're playing thing, the Blue Monster though. That's a fun course. They make the sound that that YouTube sound. You know the yeah, like when you hit. You know. So like they'll go, okay, let's go over to like five now and film Mickelson all and then like his name comes up and they show his scorecard. We'll go back to five now and Kevin Nob. I'm like, oh, this is awful. What I did hear though, um, one final thing is that that someone like broke it down the first like hour of coverage on the live versus the Canadian Open mm-hmm. was that in one hour. I, I don't know the exact numbers, but like the Canadian Open showed 30 shots, 30 like actual golf shots. And in the one hour on the live, they showed like 96 actual golf shots or something. Like the first hour of coverage. So it sounds like it was very like fast paced. Like they would just, the guy would hit and they'd break right over to the next guy hitting and just like almost at a breakneck speed, which I don't know. I didn't watch it. So I don't know if I would like that or not. But. I like seeing more golf shots. That's not a bad thing, right? Especially if it's the best one of the day. <laughs> it could be. The more you see, the more chance of the best one of the day. All right, let's take our uh, our first break, and we'll come back and get into the actual uh, Disney part of the episode. What okay, do you think? that sounds right. good, Dave. Right. We'll be right back. Father of mine, tell me where have you been? You know I just closed my eyes. My whole world disappeared. Father of mine, take me back to the day. Yeah, when I was still your golden boy, back before you went away. I remember blue skies walking the block. I loved it when you held me high. I loved to hear you talk. You would take me to the movie. You would take me to the beach. Take me to a place in the sky that is so hard to All right, we are back from break, episode number 428 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week, we are talking about the uh, ultimate Disney day for Father's Day, right? Yeah. Like what you're all, not necessarily what you think the ultimate for any father is, but what you would want. Or at least that's what I did, what I would want. My ultimate day, your ultimate day. I'd be curious to see what other people think of it as well. 
So you wanted to you wanted to say where would you want to stay? We're doing an entire day parts. Full day. So if your family said this Father's Day, we're going down to Disney. We stay wherever you want, and then on Father's Day, you can do anything you want for that whole day. You pick every single thing, all the meals, all the activities, do whatever you want. Whatever makes you and and this is what we came up with. I have a feeling, knowing the two of us, that there may be some food involved in this in this day. There could, could be, be some food, maybe centered around it even. So do you want to you want to go like play by play here? Or do you want to each go through our day one at a time? Like how do you want to break it down? Back and let's forth start kind like of thing? let's just alternate. Like we'll do mornings and then after chronological. Afternoon, okay, then yep. yeah. So let's All start right. like first thing in the morning. Well, first thing I think we need to say which resort we would choose to stay at. I think that's a good way to start, don't you? Okay. So, for me, it wasn't an easy decision. But I had like three or four real high contenders. And I was going to do like Beach Club or the Yacht Club because I was thinking to do more like Epcot related stuff. But then I kind of changed some of my itinerary. And I thought that a uh, Magic Kingdom area resort would be a little more appropriate for me. And I went with the uh, the one that I always talk about, my dream, which is Wilderness Lodge. Oh, wow. So that, that was the one I figured that would be a good one to stay at because it's very, like, rustic. I mean, you know all the reasons I like it. I love the lobby there. I love the grounds. The pool's not fantastic. It's nice, but it's not, like, out of this world. It does have nice hot tub, big hot tub. Yeah. It's a, it's a good area over there. But that's what I went with for my my resort. I mean, if it's an unlimited budget, I'd love to stay in one of those uh, those cabins that are right on the water that have its own hot tub and, like, the glass windows looking out onto Bay Lake and everything. That'd be nice. I don't know if that's in the budget for this Father's Day, but that would be, like, the ultimate what I would choose. But even just a standard room there would be fantastic, sitting out on the balcony in the morning, doing all that good stuff. But anyway, what did you uh, – where were you? where would you like to stay? I'm staying at one of the ultimate dudes resorts, and that is the Yacht Club. Oh, I thought you were going to say All-Star Sports. That is a classic. That's a good dude. Yeah, definitely, because it's got that. It's like Beach Club, only it's more adult-oriented. Yes, less Darker colors, yeah, all that kind of stuff. That's a good choice. See, I was there. That was like in my, my second tier, Beach and Yacht Club. So Yacht Club is good. Plus, you might get upgraded to that presidential suite again. You never know. Basically, just say that you have a podcast, a very successful podcast with <laughs> millions that, of listeners. Is that how you weaseled sure, into yep, it? And you carry around your video camera. So I got to take, I got to put my uh, podcast shirt on for when I check in. Yeah. And, oh, uh, no doubt. Yeah. I think I was, I was actually wearing it. You're exactly right. And you had the camera out. Oh, would you like a free upgrade? Sure. It, it seems like that kind of stuff doesn't happen that much anymore, does it? No. Because even when we went in, I was just thinking of this yesterday, as a matter of fact, because I was talking to uh, Yorgina Jr. We were talking about Disney, and she said that 
she wants to save like she was going to make a wish but she wants to save her wish when she's in disney because every all the wishes come true in disney and she wanted to wish for a toy i was like well you can't just wish for a toy because you don't get you know stuff still isn't free but then i was thinking do you remember you i don't know if you remember that part but when we went in 2019 we were staying at pop century and in the when we were checking in in the gift shop mm-hmm. they had a thing at the at the counter and the yeah, cast well, member was register. there yeah and, and we wrote down uh yergina wrote down like a wish and they had like a wishing tree you could like pin it to and you put down your information what room and everything and she put down that she wanted a a rapunzel toy and she put it in there and blah 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 just a little cute thing and then like the next day we we're sitting in there we got a knock on the door and they deliver two gifts uh, the Rapunzel toy that she wanted, and then a, a gift for uh, Yergina Jr. <clears throat> I was like, you know, that was really cool, and that's something I'll never forget that they did that. No doubt. But I wouldn't expect uh, every time you check in to get a free toy. I'm not like... But you don't hear a lot of that anymore. Correct. And I don't know if they just decided that's not worth it for customer engagement or why they were doing that in the first place at that point. But regardless, it just seems like those kind of little things that really stuck in people's minds just aren't a priority for them anymore. That made you loyal? Yeah, right. That made you turn the other cheek? That made you look the other way? You said, yeah, I might be spending, you know, $5,000 on this vacation, but that little extra piece of magic that right. they did for my daughters right. makes me want to come back every year for my vacation. But they don't really care about that kind of loyalty anymore. They're not trying to cultivate that loyalty anyway. I think they care about it. They just expect it without putting their part in. Like whenever somebody, when whether I'm having breakfast or lunch, do you want a so? Do you want a refill of the Coke for to go? Thank you very much. Would you like me to fill up a coffee? Put it to go. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. They get that times ten in their tip. Right. Exactly. There's nothing better than when you're done with breakfast and they bring you a little cup and it's full of coffee and then you're just walking through the lobby with your coffee. It's fantastic. Right, exactly. Yeah, see, I probably wouldn't even say yes. Like, I don't want to carry around a coffee with me, but just being asked goes a long way, even if you don't want it. Because a lot of times for us, we're not going to the park, so we're just farting around if we're at Steakhouse 71. We're just farting around the contemporary. So I don't mind sipping on a coffee while we're in the lobby looking at in the gift shops yeah exactly no i i get it it's just that little extra extra thing that they could do that's like yeah you don't get that up like they never ask you that at applebee's or whatever no. chilies they're not saying no, oh, you want to go, no. go. get out of here but they don't do it they well i shouldn't say that because the service at the <clears throat> excuse me choke down my spit the service at the restaurants hasn't seemed to really take a hit though no, no, I was talking about Applebee's. <clears throat> no, but I'm saying like that extra step, it seems like a lot of the servers are still willing to go there. Yeah, they are. Step. Yep. Yep. No, no, no doubt about it. I've very rarely get a poor server at Disney. Yeah. So how about you tell me about what's uh what's your first plans that day when you wake up? We're up. I mean, we're up early parts. We're up early. Yep. I have a feeling we, we might be going together somewhere. We're going to Steakhouse seventy one. Oh, so you're going a little different to me. Okay. Because there's, I mean, come on, there's there's no better manly place to having a steak and eggs with some chimichurri. 
That's fillet too, right? They're yes. Yeah. That's oh, this good. isn't a gut. This isn't a crappy uh, sirloin. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, no, no. Cooked to perfection. You know what? I have to say, I don't usually like a fillet, but I think with steak and eggs, I think fillet is perfect. Oh, because they put the they put the sauce. Because when you're it, when it's breakfast, you don't want to really be like digging into it. You want that melt in your mouth for breakfast. Yeah, you do because you're also getting those all oh, those eggs that are cooked so perfectly. Mm-hmm. How do they do those sunny sides? So consistent, so perfect. Yeah. The hash browns. Oh, oh, and the breakfast potatoes. They have good breakfast potatoes there. Oh, it's so good. The breakfast bill is so good there. So yeah. good. Oh, better than the lunch? Because you love the lunch too. I, I don't know if it's better. It's just it's better yeah, than the other breakfasts around. Yeah, it's just so, so good. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. it that and Grand Floridian Cafe. And and I haven't talked about one of my January trips, but when we went over to uh, had breakfast at uh, a place on the boardwalk. Oh, the uh, the one at Boardwalk, Tutorial Forno? Yeah, Tutorial Forno. Another great breakfast space. So we uh, went there a while ago when it That's was when they were doing like the uh, the princess breakfast. Right. Yeah. But the food was good. Yeah. When we went, I don't know if they had the same stuff on the menu. I had like that dirty breakfast calzone which was very very good when I went there a few years ago. But anyway, so I I have a similar thought process to okay. you. So I'm, I'm also waking up early. I actually have that written down in my notes. It says wake up early. And I'm going to be, I'll go right by it. We can hang out together on the monorail because I'm going to Kona Cafe. You're going to Kona, huh? We talked about it last week. And I was like, I forget how much I love the, you just get, the you atmosphere. Go with the local I think I might. Although right now they have the Locomoco as a plant based option with like fake sausage and coconut milk rice and stuff. So I, I'm, I don't you think they have the original pass, one anymore. Yeah, but I love I know you're not a sweets for breakfast guy, but I do like that and I love their macadamia nut pancakes. I think that's the best like pancake I've had at Disney by far. And I don't mind the sweets because I've gotten the um the Tonga toast and Tonga like toast. That. The only thing I don't, you know, I, I like pancakes once in a while. I just don't like all that filling carbohydrates. No, I understand that. And once and sometimes I'm not in the mood for it, but think of like a nice hearty breakfast. The the pancakes with the the macadamia nut pancakes were so good. I really mm-hmm. liked them. And I just don't love they put that don't they put put a little bit of uh, coconut? Uh, not coconut, it's pineapple. But pineapple. Yep, right? it's got pineapple. Yeah. The macadamia nuts. The nice syrup. Nice warm syrup on top. You get your your meat with it. The bacon or the ham, whatever you want. It's a nice breakfast. A press pot of Kona coffee to go with it. Instead of just the regular Joffrey's, the nice expensive coffee you can get with that. And then mm-hmm. I just love that atmosphere. I, I do too. It's a great in restaurant. There. Like Steakhouse 71 is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. But for breakfast, for so, like just being out open in the lobby and seeing people like heading out to the monorail. To it is cool. And started, it's, it's just sunny through that, through the main oh, lobby. Like as far as breakfast atmosphere goes, it's hard to beat that. I guess Chef Mickey's probably similar, except it's just a weasel nightmare, right? Because it's open in the lobby and you get the hubbub with all the monorails coming in and out. But um, Kona's just so like, but it's laid back. 
and you just see the people and that lobby's just that aesthetic I love. That's a Polynesian, the lobby in there. And... Another reason why I love the Grand Floridian Cafe is because it's just open and bright. Yeah, if you get a good spot, you can see people walking out towards the boat launches and stuff, getting their day started. Just something makes you feel good when you're on vacation, at least for me, and you're ha- you're sitting down having a meal, but you can kind of people watch the other yeah, people going I about agree. their day on vacation. And like, oh, I wonder what park they're going to. And you see like the family in their bathing suits, like, oh, they're hitting the pool first thing in the morning. You love to see that. They, like, it's just a cool, different experience that you that you definitely don't get at Steakhouse 71 because you're inside the, the restaurant. And it's not a bad thing, but it's just a very different experience. And I just like that aspect of it. That and Kona. that's exactly what I did years ago. I was meeting your parents for uh, breakfast at Kona. Yeah. And it was the first time that I ever beat anybody to to a reservation to an, to a reservation. <laughs> it was a, and I and that's driving two hours, right, right. Because depending on if there's an accident I four, you know, I might move it back to lunch. <laughs> so I was there. So I, no, no sign of him, no sign of him. So I'm like, I got my you know to go coffee mug, mm-hmm. and I went down to Captain Cook's and I filled up my coffee and I just sat by. It, like right next to the monorail station and did yep. the same exact thing. You said, watch people come and go, come and go. Cause I think Frank, I think they may have been at the magic kingdom first thing in the morning. Then they were meeting me. Oh, so they couldn't, so your mom texted me like when I was pulling in and she's like, yeah, the monorail stations like swamped. Like we're going to have to wait for like two more. It's probably going to be 15 minutes. I'm like, all right, I'll just get some coffee. But you're right. That is a, just a great area. Just to people watch, just sit there with a cup mm-hmm. of coffee. Even even downstairs outside of Captain Cook's, outside the bathrooms where they have like one of those little benches. Oh, okay. The outside on the of other like, side where of the BBC. The yeah, where, yeah, like, yeah. You know, you just sit there and you just watch people. I just I'll sit yeah. there with a cup of coffee and just. That's not a bad watch. spot either. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so what are you doing? Uh, <clears throat> I guess I could say what I'm doing after breakfast. I mean, I'm just I'm just looking at logistics. Yeah. And, you know, just by where we're having breakfast. <laughs> I think we might have a tea time together, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Except I think we're going to different courses because I I'm I got a, I got a nice uh, 8.15 tea time at the uh, Palm. I oh, think. you got the 8.15 at the Palm. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm up real I'm early. Over, I'm playing the Magnolia, even though it's closed. <laughs> even though it's closed, you got a special dispensation to play? Yes. It's like when the Pope would let you eat uh, meat on Friday during Lent if St. Patrick's Day fell on the Friday, so you could have Correct. corned beef and cabbage. You got in a special dispensation to play the Magnolia. I'm playing the Magnolia. To... I like the Palm a little better. I know you like the Magnolia. I know the reasons why, and it's a fantastic course. I just think the Palm, for me, is more playable, and I don't want to be frustrated hitting you know, five driver five iron into par fours all day. At Can the we both agree on something regarding sure. those two golf courses? Let's yeah, let's agree. On Do that. they have just some great holes? There's some great. I mean, if you could get the 18 best holes out of those two courses, I'm I'm I mean, saying they, anywhere. The reason I'm not, you know, because Kurt always asked me, "Do you like it just because it's Disney?" I said, "No." I said they have some great holes. That little short par four where you can hit either six iron wedge or you can try to drive it, but there's water. Which one on the palm? It's it's on the back side of the palm because that's eleven play... or twelve. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking because yeah, then you come back and you play the the par five. Yep, and then you come back and play another four. 
I think that's one of the greatest holes that I've ever that's played. That's a great hole. Yeah. And the par threes are good on both of the courses. Par, like threes, the par threes are all great. But the ninth great hole, finishing holes. Ninth hole on the palm is fantastic, too. Yeah, coming back. Heading right back, back towards to the, uh, Shades of Green. Yeah. yeah. I really like the palm. I like the palm better. I know you like the magnolia better, but they're both great. They're both fun. I think the best holes at the magnolia are better than the best holes at the palm. Mm -hmm. But overall, I like the palm better for me. I think they're more memorable, some of the holes at the at the magnolia. You got the sixth hole with the Mickey ears. Right. Probably their signature hole. Right. 16, and then 17. 16, 17, and 18 are great holes. Yeah. 15's a nice par five, par three. Right. Yeah, those are good holes. As we go back to golf. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm playing the palm. So that's why I want to get an early breakfast, one of the first reservations, and head over and play uh, play 18 holes. Hopefully, it's not too crowded. But I imagine Father's Day would probably be a slow round. We're gonna pretend in this magical world that it could be a four hour round because I want to get back to my resort maybe around. 12 30 one o'clock yeah, i was thinking the same thing same thing one o'clock the latest and you know what's great about that what's that i'm gonna throw on my swim trunks i'm gonna take a dip in the pool and i'm gonna mosey on over to geyser point sit my ass down on one of those bar stools and watch the u.s open golf coverage on tv at geyser point father's day sunday at the u.s open get some of those chicken wings let's see what i i don't even know what i'm gonna get there Bison filter. It could be. Teriyaki chicken wings. They got a handcrafted cheese and charcuterie board. I always like that. You get that bison cheeseburger, like you said. There's, there's all sorts of stuff. There's a cheesy barbecue brisket dip with uh, house-made chips you can get. There's some, like, good bar food like you sit down and you don't order it all at once you get your beer start watching some of the u.s open order your wings have the wings get another beer maybe i'll get another appetizer get the nachos you know what i mean like you kind of spread it out because you want to watch the coverage of the golf i don't know do you have a do you have a similar thought process to me is that where you're heading as well yeah but now this is we're going to talk about one of the main reasons that I'm staying at the yacht club. Okay. Okay. Cause I, I love storm along Bay, but you love hurricane Hannah's even more. Don't you? I like, no, I like hurricane Hannah's, but listen, hear me out. Yeah. I'm upgrading. Oh, I'm not sitting. I'm not sitting in a bar with the average podunks. Okay. I'm getting a cabana. Oh, all right. I'm they getting have, a cabana that's going to have a TV in, the in there. Oh, they yeah. have oh, Okay. So when we go to break, I'm just going to go for a quick dip. There you go. Or maybe you get, cruise down the. Uh, go down the slide or something. A couple. You could times. either yeah. go down the slide or or the. Uh, what what's the, what am I looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? The lazy river. The lazy river. Yeah, they have yeah. a beautiful lazy river. Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab a tube and go down the lazy river. It's not a bad option. And then get back into my cabana. Have not some nice charcuterie board, some Ooh. fruits. Now, what does that thing run? I can never find prices. I know you have to like reserve them, and they're hard to even reserve. But like, they're a few hundred dollars for 
per hour or for the day? No, I think I think like they they split it between three uh, half a day and a full day. Oh, okay. And actually, when we, when we booked it, we booked that room during COVID mm-hmm. to stay at the yacht club, and we we're good. We we're looking at cabanas, and they weren't terrible, and we were going to get a cabana. Let's say it was four, maybe four hundred dollars for the full day. It's probably more now, but that's I mean that's a lot of money. Don't get that's me a wrong. lot of money. That's stupid, but it's still the experience. That is nice. Like how sweet would it be to be at Stormalong Bay and just I didn't know they had uh TV in those. I didn't realize that. I wasn't aware, I should say. Not that I I doubt you. I just didn't realize they had had a tv in those that's really cool yeah that'd be a good way to do it i still like geyser point but a cabana would be nice don't get me wrong so let me ask you this yeah you're sitting out there for a few hours yeah having some food having a couple drinks maybe a soda or waters i don't know if you've if you've cracked into the bud lights or the Michelob ultras yet you're watching the end of the coverage six o'clock golf is over what are you doing now parts so it's a little too early for dinner because you know that I eat a lot. I agree. Later than yeah. I do. Well, plus you're kind of eating, snacking throughout the yeah, day. You're yeah, you're just snacking, so you need a little break. Yep, I agree with that. I'm going over to Disney Springs. Oh, okay. Not what I expected, but I'm going over to. Di- what were you expecting? I was expecting maybe walking around World Showcase in Epcot for a couple. No, no, hours. no, 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 no. Screw the parks. Screw the parks. Okay. Yep. I'm going over to Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to clean it up at the Art of Shaving. Oh, get a shave and a haircut? I'm going for a shave, parts. There you go. Straight razor shave, hot towel. Yes. A little facial massage. That's like a spa day for for the A face. little yeah. man occur. Is that what they call it? Yeah, that's what I call it. That's what you call it. That's a good thing. I wouldn't be above just an act, like the traditional spa, like going to one of the disney spas and doing that. i'm not in i'm actually not into massages i don't like no i don't like the hard oh yeah i don't think i could handle a massage you gotta get like a swedish massage instead of a sports massage what's that like a little soft yeah the swedish massage is more like just a relaxing one yeah that's probably sports massages go they go deep and get all those knots out yeah no i want the softer one yeah i could also be wrong about that but that's my understanding i've never gotten a massage so i don't know I've always wanted, like, Kristen gave me a gift card for Christmas. I think yeah. we talked about that, how she wants me to use it to get the shave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I just, I, I never wanted it until I watched it on YouTube, and it looks nice. And the barber I go to, they do it. Do, does yours do the sides? Yeah. With the straight edge? Mm-hmm. And have you noticed, like, you, well, you don't shave. You look like a mountain. You oh, look but, like the, yeah. the guy from the west virginia mountaineers you know you're <laughs> holding around your musket and stuff yeah yeah but seriously like once i get my hair cleaned up and i do that two days later like i'll just shave my stubble yeah and my face is still more stubbly than where they cleaned up around my ears i don't know how that straight edge does it but right it's just it such, basically it's so eliminates close. hair for like four days and then you finally feel it growing back it's the most yeah. amazing thing and i can can only imagine what it's like to have your face shaved like that Right, the whole thing. Yeah, I've never had my whole face shaved like that. I have to say, well, that's why I haven't had my face shaved. Now you've been, been you've been working while. on this for a while, right? So you haven't been clean shaven in a while. It's been like years? five or six years. 
So I if, I, if if I were to pay for a shave, would you do it, or are you just too afraid? Uh, I don't. I'm not afraid of it, but I like. It doesn't take me that long to grow it back, so I would do it. Yeah, for the experience. Like, would they make me pre-trim? Like, they're not going to trim my beard and then shave me. They're going to make me come in, like, at least trim the beard. I don't know. I think for $110, I think you can come in looking like the way you do right now. Looking like ZZ Top. (laughs) Disgraceful, homeless person, but I I look fine. I look fantastic. I have style. I think Schaefer. You look like the worst thing to come out in the air. I don't have a man bun. I don't want to hear that. I don't have have a man bun. That's gone. I just have long hair. I think Schaefer said the worst thing to come out of the pandemic was my haircut, which is offensive to me and people that suffered through coronavirus. I think we should cancel Schaefer for that. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so I'm doing something a little different. That's a good I like the art of shaving thing. That's a good thought. That didn't that didn't come to my mind, but that's nice. Are you gonna like let it grow out a few days? Like have like a four or five day stubble going into that though? I don't know. I think it's. I think it would be more like satisfying if you did that, where they really have to have to dig deep. But I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know enough about it. I've never done it. So I'm I'm in the same boat though. I'm thinking it's not. I'm not ready for dinner yet, but I am ready to uh, to go to the Magic Kingdom because I'm close, and I'm gonna do the classic Mike Hurley, go into Tomorrowland, ride the People Mover. Go on the Carousel of Progress. Maybe do Thunder Mountain if the wait's not too long, and then get the hell out of there. But I got I'm gonna, I got to do People Mover. I got to do Carousel of Progress. People Mover and Carousel of Progress is your Father's Day thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it I, makes sense. I like it. I love it. So that's what I got to do, and then I'm actually uh, gonna head right back over and take the walking path to to the Contemporary. And I'm hitting up your breakfast spot for dinner. I'm going to Steakhouse 71 oh, going for dinner. over there for dinner. Well, yeah. Well, I like the lunch so much and the dinner. I, the lunch intrigued me more, but the dinner menu still is very nice. And what are we going with? I mean, I, I got to do the onion soup again, right? I mean, the way that was. I don't see a reason not to. Yeah. And then I think I'm going to do the, uh, the, the bone-in. Oh, that's a pork. Never mind. I thought I said ribeye. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing pork. I'm going to do a steak. I'll do that. I mean, I love New York Strip. That's probably my favorite cut anyway. So I think I would do the the 10-ounce New York Strip. Get the French onion soup. And then uh, some of those sides. You get one side. I might pick a second side. Why not? This is Father's Day, but I'm thinking like, I don't know if I want the asparagus. I think I got to go with those mushrooms, right? The red wine glazed mushrooms. How good does that sound? And then I'm in between cream spinach and mac and cheese. I like mac and cheese, but I'm picky about it. I'm sure theirs is fantastic, but I'm I'm almost leaning, I'm almost leaning towards the cream spinach because. When that's done right, there's not much better than a good steakhouse cream spinach, is there? No. So I think I'm going to do cream spinach and the mushrooms with a nice, with a nice uh, ten ounce New York strip. You know what messes me up on that menu? 
which is so far out of our comfort zone, is that is vegetable it? Wellington. Yeah, we talked about that at lunch. It kind of messes me up. Like I'm, I'm intrigued by it. I wouldn't do it at the steakhouse on Father's Day, but like if I were you, and I had gone there maybe two times for dinner, and it was my third time, that might be the way to go. Like the third time you go there for dinner, that vegetable Wellington, because it looks pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, but not not this time. I don't. I doubt I'll have room for dessert. But that uh, Steakhouse 71 chocolate cake sounds pretty good. That if does I, look good, doesn't if it? I did have, yeah, if I had room for dessert. Layers of whiskey-infused chocolate cake, chocolate mousse, and raspberries. Just an enormous piece of chocolate cake. Looks fantastic. Then uh, after, my, after my dinner, I'm going to take the boat back to Wilderness Lodge and just kind of relax at the resort just chill. and call it a night yeah whether it's in the room on the balcony or just walk around walk around the premises but that's pretty much it for me what are you doing after your shave i know there's a dinner planned for yeah. you. yeah i'm coming back to the resort okay but i'm going over to shoeless shoeless yeah i I'm had a feeling it might be that's a good that's a good father's day spot I'm i bet if I, I imagine that Father's Day is a tough reservation to get there. Uh-huh. I have a feeling. Very nice. Heading to Shula's. Heading to Shula's, getting a ribeye. Yeah. I got the mushrooms there my first time there. They were phenomenal. So good, yeah. The onion soup there is good. Onion soup there is good. I mean, everything is good. Though. Everything's good. That you getting that good. apple pie thing that uh, Zach Oh, uh, the apple about? strudel? Yeah. Mmm, that's not a bad play. Because you got to order it ahead of time. Don't forget. Yep, get that with a nice cup of coffee after. Yeah, that's how. I mean, that sounds pretty good. I want to see this this dessert. It's not even showing on there on the menu I'm looking at right here, but obviously it's something they have. Unless it's a special, maybe it's a, a special dessert. Yeah, it's not it's not on the uh, on huh. the website at the moment, but regardless, that's a good option. So you went with the uh, the expensive version of what I went with, basically mm-hmm. for my dinner. They're very simple. I mean, obviously, Shula's has a bigger menu, and I'm sure it's w- way better. But I mean, Steakhouse Seventy One. If the dinner is that much better than the lunch, like quality wise, and or at least the same. I don't think I would be disappointed because everything was good. I'd rather go to Shula's. If you said, you know, oh, Steakhouse sure. no, 71 no. or Shula's, I'd pick Shula's. But I like, I kind of want to keep everything contained to one area for me. And that's why I picked Steakhouse 71. I was even thinking California Grill, but I don't know. Steakhouse 71 sounds like a good way to end the Father's Day for me, anyway. Could you imagine if that place was in Warwick or Cranston? That would be interesting. I mean, that place is so yeah. perfect. The food's good. The service is good. The price points are perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine being able to go like out on a, like a Friday or Saturday night. I like the idea of the breakfast with the even the breakfast. Sure, because you don't just get going to a greasy spoon. There's like, yeah. no places 
for breakfast like that anywhere. No. Anywhere. Like, I don't Maybe some nice other hotels. Like, if you go to, like, Providence and go to a fancy hotel, I'm sure they have, like, a nice breakfast place like that, maybe. But I don't know of it. And, like, brunch. Brunch is big, so there's probably some places that do, like, a good Sunday brunch that might be able to live up to those kind of things. But, like you said, you go to, like, diners for breakfast. Right. And you're getting the omelet. You're getting whatever. They have decent stuff. Like, there's nothing wrong with those places. I enjoy them. But it doesn't live up to, like, the Steakhouse 71 kind of breakfast. And, the like, the Disney breakfasts just are the level up from the Greasy Spoons for the most part. A lot of those. And it's nice to have that because it's very uncommon. You don't normally do that. Like, you can go to a fancy restaurant anywhere, and you could go to, like, a nice fancy restaurant that's probably as good or better than any fancy restaurant at Disney if you want to spend mm-hmm. the comparable money. And you could do some of the mid-range stuff and, you know, anything. Once you get beyond the chain restaurants, if you find, like, a good local place that does really good Italian or really good steakhouse kind of stuff, yeah, it can live up to those. But like you're saying, a place like that that does breakfast, lunch, and dinner, three different menus with such good quality, that would be definitely a gem around here or anywhere. I agree. That onion soup, I'd probably get that onion soup once a week. Just get it to go. Just get it to go, yeah. Go for lunch. Let's take the onion soup to go. Not quite enough to fill. That's the only problem. It's just not quite enough to fill you. Just the onion soup, but it's so good. It's delicious. Yeah. Are you doing anything after your dinner? Or are you calling no, it a night? I'm probably just going to hang, just walk Hot around. Hot tub and walk. some beers. Yeah. For a little while. Not a bad move. Grab a bag of beers and hit up the hot tub at the pool. Ooh, that's a good idea, isn't it? Yeah. Not a bad way to end the evening. You like sitting in the hot tub with a bag of beers? <laughs> it's not the worst thing. No, it really no, isn't. It's not the worst thing. All right. Well, I don't know. You have anything else you want to say, or should we take our second break here? We can take our second break. All right. We'll be right back. Make way, make way Moana, it's time you knew The village of Motunyu is all you need The dancers are practicing They dance to an ancient song Who needs a new song to show one's glory This tradition is our mission And Moana, there's so much to do Don't trip on the terror That's all you need We share everything we make can we weave our baskets? The fishermen come back from the sea. Don't walk away. Moana, stay on the ground now. Our people will need a chief, and there you are. There comes a day when you're gonna look around and realize happiness is where you are. All right, we are back from break, episode number 428 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books talking about our ultimate Disney Father's Day. I don't know. I think we, uh, I'd be happy with your agenda. Yeah. 
Sounds like you'd be okay with mine. Yeah. We did a lot of the same stuff, a couple different things, but for the most part, I think we pretty much nailed it. No, I mean, there's plenty of stuff. If we had to exclude the golf, I mean, there's other things. Oh, so much. Like, you know, there's people that would rather go fishing than play golf. You'd take rent a boat and do a fishing excursion for three, four hours. Like, that would be fun. Go play mini golf if that's if that's your thing, you know. There's plenty outside the parks that you could do to kind of focus on that if that's what you would prefer, obviously. One thing I did want to mention, though, you put up a new YouTube video this week, didn't you? You want to talk yes, about sir. that for a second? The nature walk over at uh, Disney's Vero Beach Resort. You know what I was really, uh, I didn't realize, is uh, the that little tunnel that you walk through. That was cool, isn't it? And it had the music playing and everything. Like, yeah, it's it was more Disney-fied than I expected because I kind of always thought of it like they kind of not that they shy away, but they don't like throw it in your face. And that's not really too in your face, but it was just more. No, it's Peter Pan, right? Do, 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 but it was really cool. Do, I like that. Definitely. So go check it out. Uh, YouTube.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates. Subscribe over there. We're we're building up slowly though. You got like two hundred and twenty something subscribers now, so it's starting something. to gain some steam. I think just having the weekly videos is making a making a big difference too. Have you noticed? I know you get into the the numbers. Has it been building some steam in that regard? No, I was watching some videos. You really have to dig into the numbers. Oh, really? Like you really? Yeah. Like they said that. There's no good day to post. You have to look into when your numbers are high and, and put them up during those times. Oh, there's no like magical like right. eight o'clock on a Wednesday. Right. It's like you yep. gotta kind of play around and see when you get the most buzz and what works and things like that. Exactly. That's interesting. Well, besides YouTube, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WDWBTG. You can go to our website, wdwbtg.com. You can email the show, info at wdwbtg.com, Mike at wdwbtg.com, and Gary at wdwbtg.com. Of course, subscribe to us wherever you find your podcast. Leave us reviews. It does help. I can't think of anything else except to say uh, to all the fathers that listen, happy Father's Day this weekend. Hope you enjoy it and have a have a day that's as good as the ones we've envisioned in our uh, Disney. Fight. That's going to be so, that's going to be tough, isn't it? That's hard to live up to, oh, isn't man. it? Oh, but, just the food alone. I know, right? No kidding. That's a lot of like good even food. if you didn't have those days, would mm-hmm. you sign up for those as just room service? Like waking up in the morning and having that breakfast. Oh, like not at Disney? Yeah, it's like at your house in Rhode Island. Like if they delivered the Kona macadamia yeah. pancakes, and I'm just sitting at my my island. Yeah, having that in the morning. Yeah, that'd be okay. That would be fantastic. I'd be okay with it? that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd definitely be okay with that. But it's fresh. It's not even like it was delivered. So like the No, I don't like it's served out of the could... kitchen. Yeah, just Correct. appears yes. there. Yes, that would be okay. Take everything else out of it. Just the food would be nice. That would definitely be very nice. Well, I don't have anything else to add here, do you? Nope, you can bring us home, parts. All right, thanks for listening to episode number 428 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all.
real soon. Why? Because we like you. And